0: Hi, this is John Barnes and you're listening to Cop On.
1: So hello everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome indeed to to Cop On Podcast. This is uh, brought to you today. Uh, I mean, this is a Sunday night uh, in Paris. It's it's the middle of, of the night in India, and I'm absolutely thrilled that Karan is back. Uh, it's been a while, Karan, but, uh, you know, um, welcome back to to, to Karan. And also, uh, Jamie's here as well, Jamie in Liverpool, and it's about 7pm, pretty much dinner time there. But, uh, you know, Cop On, everybody at Cop On's very saddened by the news today. Uh, that uh, a real great of our club, Ray Clements, has unfortunately died, uh, age 72. Uh, so I would just like to start instead of with a poem as usual, just as a with a sort of tribute to Ray Clements. So um, he was born on August the 5th, 1948, in Skegness in Lincolnshire uh, in England. Um, we signed him from Scunthorpe United on the twelfth of June, nineteen sixty-seven, for eighteen thousand pounds. He made his debut one year later, pretty much on the twenty-fifth of September, nineteen sixty-eight, and his last appearance for the club was in, was on the twenty-seventh of May, nineteen eighty-one. An absolutely phenomenal phenomenal career and that was actually the the European Cup final um he won it it was his third European Cup having already won in 77 and 78 um he made his international debut in 1972 against Wales um and he played he made 61 caps he had 61 caps for England 56 while at Liverpool um And his win ratio at Liverpool Football Club is absolutely incredible when you consider he was there for 13 years. Um, He won 365 games drew 177 and lost only 123 so that's a, a 54.89% win ratio which is utterly extraordinary he got he got five league championships for us 72 73 75 76 76 77 78 79 79 he won the fa cup in 1974 the league cup in 1981 those three european cups that i will mention again two uefa cups as well in 73 and 76 and the european super cup in 1977 and it's absolutely worth noting that Ray Clements played 336 games without missing a single match from the 9th of September 1972 until the 4th of March 1978. It's almost six years. Only two players have ever made more first-team appearances for Liverpool, Ian Callaghan and Jamie Carragher. And in his distinguished career, in those 665 appearances, he had an extraordinary 323 clean sheets. So rest in peace, Ray Clements. Um, He will always be remembered as one of the greats. Um, And yeah, I I don't know, Jamie, um, do you have things, uh, anything to say about uh, the passing of Ray Clements?
0: Um, Yeah, it's just a sad day for football in general, isn't it? Not just, not just Liverpool. You know, he uh, he was held in high regard in, you know, the England team as well. Um, you know got a re- lot of respect for goalkeepers back in them days because you know they had very rudimentary gloves they had um a lot heavier balls to try and save and you know they didn't have the data that modern goalkeepers have where they know exactly where every striker is going to try and put his shot you know they didn't have that video analysis and things like that so for him to be such a good goalkeeper back in those days you know it wasn't easy for them and you know, I'm obviously a little bit too young. I'm only 29, so I'll have never watched him play. But you know, from what I hear from older people, it was, you know, it he he defined what a goalkeeper should be back in them days, and it is it is really sad to hear and see the outpouring on social media. You know, a lot of people are really upset by it, and you know, yeah, rest in peace to him.
1: Yeah, beautifully said. Beautifully said, uh, Karen. Do do you have a, a, any words to say?
0: Um.
1: Yeah, I, 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 f- I share the same
2: words uh, as Jamie. I mean, he's he's regarded as, uh, you know, a really good person, a really good goalkeeper uh, in his days. And a lot of people are really going to miss him uh, for, for his character on and off the pitch. Uh, so it's a huge loss, not just for Liverpool, but, but for the community of football and football fans. So, uh, yeah, I just want to say uh, rest in peace, Ray, and
1: thinking about his loved ones yeah absolutely right yeah excellent excellently said well well put guys okay um let's move on uh to something that's you know actually made me made me laugh a bit on twitter um there is a guy who i've just come across recently called called pablo who makes these very very funny videos um, exposing idiots and this is a great way of doing it. I, I, I got a lot of respect to, for Pablo because he really, he takes these idiotic accounts who, who, who you know, mock the dead even, you know, they're that sick to mock the dead people of, of Heisel and Hillsborough and things like that, but he takes them and he gets these accounts banned one by one. He's like a vigilante, but he does it with a great sense of humour as well, which is excellent. So do check out Pablo at underscore not PM2 is one of the accounts uh, that uh, it, I, I think maybe not PM one exists. I'm not sure, but I know him at underscore not PM two, and he set up a Just Giving page because people love his videos so much, and they offered to give him some some money to make some or something. So instead, he's offered um, he set up a a Just Giving page to to raise funds for fans supporting food banks, which is of course a fantastic. Uh, way to I don't know to, to, to give to the community um, so you can check out his Twitter page or you can have a look in the description of this uh, podcast as well and and uh, it's worth looking at Pablo's videos because they are very funny anyway um, right uh, so we're going to go we're going to jump into some questions we had from listeners um, also on Twitter so thank you to at Super Sadio YNWA and Karen, I'm gonna to go to you with this one. It says uh, very simply, what's the deal with Oxlade Chamberlain? Now you can go, I'm not sure exactly what he means by that. Um, possibly what's the latest on his injury, but you can go wherever you like with it, Karen, if you, if you don't know, just give me your thoughts on on Alex Oxlade Chamberlain, please. <laughs> I keep asking myself the same question. I mean,
2: what's the deal with this guy? Um... I I think the, <laughs> when we signed him, you know, he was a bit shaky uh, to start with. And then he he really showed us why we signed him. And now it's just gone. I mean, uh, we don't really see much of him. Uh, I, I really want to see more of him because he's really that good. But uh, we don't really see him. And with the injuries list, you know, uh, keep getting bigger. I'm really worried about him and the, the amount of money we paid for him. Uh, I, I'm not being critical of him, but I just want, uh, you know, to see him uh, play again and show us uh, why we signed him. Um, yeah, I think, and there's there's a lot of competition in the places. So, um, and in your, uh, Jones is playing well. Uh, Shaq is showing glimpses with his cameo appearances. So I'm really excited to see more of that. But yeah, when when it comes to Chamberlain, I think that that position that he he played in um it's really hard to see if it comes back uh to fitness how is he gonna fill in because uh there's a lot of competition we're doing really well and with the uh increasing list of injuries with other players we really have to find a spot for him and it's going to be difficult because it's it's long time uh long-term injury um so i'm really worried about him to be honest uh i'm, I'm not sure uh, if, if he, he will be the same as before, but because of the increasing amount of injuries, probably the same area. So uh, we, it's really hard to say anything right now. But all I'd like to say is that if he comes back soon and and he shows us why he's, uh, why we signed him, then I'm really happy. Otherwise, I have to be very worried about him. Yeah,
1: fantastic answer. Absolutely. I've got his stats in front of me. Um he signed for us in 2718 season. He had 14 starts, but 32 overall appearances. So 18 appearances from the bench. It was about 1,500 minutes of football in which he got three goals and seven assists, which is very very useful back in 1718. But then, of course, that horrible ACL injury um, just uh, ruined his entire 1819 season, in which he he played just two. Two appearances, he made just two appearances off the bench. Um, then he came back last season as we finished Premier League champions, let's remind ourselves. Um, he had 17 starts and 13 substitute appearances, 1485 minutes, so very similar to 17-18. But he was, uh, I say only able, but he was still able to to register four goals and one assist. Um, so obviously not as good as 17-18, but then the massive setback in pre-season with a knee injury. Um, I'm still, I'm like Karen, I'm not I'm not writing him off yet. I think, you know, we have to be very patient. He's still only 25 years old, Jamie. Um, I, how much hope do you hold out for Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain? Um,
0: yeah, it is a bit concerning, the amount of injuries he keeps picking up, but, you know, that's to be not expected. I mean, it was a big injury. he's come off the back of, um, so maybe he's he's compensated in other areas, and then injuries are starting to appear in other areas. But I think when he's fit, the manager will pick him because um, he just values the energy he brings to the team. So, you know, I'm not worried for his future. I don't think he'll be. I don't think he'll be sold anytime soon. Um, mainly because I don't think anyone else will take the, the gamble we took on him, and it was a gamble when we signed him for our, from Arsenal. I think it was 35 million we paid for him um he wasn't in the best form at Arsenal but the contract issue was there and we took advantage of that. Um so I can't see us ever getting our money back on him. So I think that's what leads me to think that, you know, if 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 the manager can get, you know, I think what you've highlighted the thirty games a season um out of him, you know, that that will that will be enough for the manager and, you know, just hope he gets fit' it does make difference does make a difference, sorry, when he's on the pitch. You know, you see the goals against Game last year, uh, the goal against Man City, in the Champions League. He can't come up with some big moments that really help us through.
1: Yeah, so we'll be uh, we'll be uh, cheering him on and hoping for the best. I mean, you know, although I'm looking at his entire career, he's the last time he made more than um, 17 starts in this season was. Uh, when he was 16 years old playing in League One for Southampton when he made 27 starts and seven substitute appearances. Played 2,300 minutes and he's got... He's got nowhere near that, unfortunately, in in the rest of his entire career. So I don't know. I say just give him as much time as he needs. Give him another year if he needs it. But just to actually get him back, actually fit, strengthen everywhere, just to make sure that he doesn't break down again, because I feel so sorry for him. And uh, wish him all the best, all the very, very, very best. Um, We've had a couple of questions uh, about the centre-back situation, which we'll get to in a moment, but uh, Jamie. First of all, um, Ian at Red Ian seventy seven asks, um, "Will we have a good go at the FA Cup this season?" Which is an intriguing question, I think. Um,
0: no, um, I don't think we'll have a... Obviously, he'll put a team out that he thinks can win the game based on what he wants. You know, the players he wants to use, um, but I can't see him wanting to use any players of any consequence. Um, I think he'll hope for a, a couple of kind draws. You know, it's been a while since we got. I know Shrews, but it was a nice draw last season. Um, but it's been a while since we've got nice draws. I think our last, last three FA Cup draws before that were Everton twice and Wolves. Um, so we've not had a great, you know, we've not had Burton Albions at home or Oxford City's away or, you know, anything like that to help us. Um, so he'll be hoping for a nice draw, a kind draw where he can use um players like Seth Vandenberg, like uh, you know, um Adam Lewis, possibly some of the Jake Kane who's been on the bench for the last last couple of games, you know, he'll he'll be hoping for a kind draw. If he doesn't get a kind draw, say we get a fellow Premier League team, I think we'll see him a, a, a bit of a mixed team, but in all honesty he won't want to be taking too much out of his his um uh, his good players, his best players. And if we get further and further on, the pressure then becomes to play those better players. It um, all depends on the Champions League as well. You know, what sort of draw do we get in that? Um, the last 16, I think, coincides with the fifth round, somewhere around that time. So depending on the priorities there as well, you know, if we get a favourable Champions League draw. But no, I don't think he'll... he'll he won't prioritise it, let's put it that way.
1: Excellent answer. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. Um, we got lots to talk about today. I'm going. I'm going to go straight on to the to the centre back situation. Um, at Fazer Mac, Fazza, uh, hello. Uh, I know you're a regular listener. Thanks for thanks for tuning in and thanks for the question. Um, he said, "Can any of you play centre back?" Which is pretty good because, uh, unfortunately, since the last time since the last time we recorded, Joe Gomez had the absolutely. Um, I think Grizz Khan from the LFC day trip has called it sickening news that he's probably out for the season. Uh, with petula or something, uh, damage, something in his knee. The poor guy, feels so sorry for him, he's another one, injury blighted. Uh, Liverpool Lessons at LFC underscore lessons who writes some lovely stuff about Liverpool. Do check out that account. He asks, we have to dive into the market in January, but should we buy a young talent for the future? for example Upamakano or an experienced senior, for example Koulibaly. A senior option might be less likely to block the pathway of our youngsters. So would you go, Karen, um for a senior player or a younger younger potential player, Karen? What do you think?
2: I I'll go for a young talent, um, because Klopp loves to do that. I mean he develops young talent so well and we've seen over the years. Uh so I think you know, uh, even though Uppa Meccano is a really good option, but I think he will go for someone who is more experienced. Uh, I, I'm not sure who his options are, but it, it's less likely he will go for someone like Kulibali uh, because of his price. Uh, but, yeah, I think uh, going for young talent sounds fair. And uh, I think I'm really happy with Nat Phillips so far. So, uh, you know, if if he can continue to deliver such performances then i think we have someone uh you know ready in our club who can step up for for our seniors who are who are injured and i think even reese williams can make a cameo appearance every now and then and get some experience under his belt uh and i think phillips can partner matip at the end the center back and if Fabinho is back then he can rotate uh Matip so that will help us have a senior center back uh ready without without any injuries hopefully uh so I think going for a young talent makes more sense uh I would love to see Sep, uh you know stepping up as well but I don't see that happening anytime now uh so I think going for a young talent in the market sounds fair. And if if I've heard the rumors right, that we are likely to go for a loan deal for Alaba, then even that works. Uh, so that gives, uh, that doesn't block uh, the youngsters the chance, but it gives them uh, a chance to shine, because uh, Alaba is surely one of the best. And he's he's been really, really great so far. So learning from the best also helps them. Uh, but yeah, I think if, if others think that it's going to block the answers, then I think it's, it's fair enough because it's their opinion. But in my opinion, I think going free in Thailand makes more sense. And if we can get someone uh, like Alaba uh, in January, then that will also uh, work out great for us. And even if you get Upamekano, for example, that
0: works great as well.
1: So but yeah, bring, it, bring them all on,
0: sign them all up. What do
1: you think, Jamie?
0: Um yeah, I think Koulibaly is a is a no-go. Um, his price tag's far too high um, to consider. You know, Napoli still want upwards of upwards of £60 million for him, which at the same age as Virgil is now, you know, doesn't make doesn't make a great deal of sense. Um there's Alaba who I do like. He's he's 28. Um he'll be available on a free next summer. So there might be a, a deal to be done there in January you know, around the £30 million, £40 million pound mark, which for a player who can play centre-back, left-back and midfield, you know, if you're going to go for a 28-year-old, he's the 28-year-old you go for. You know, he's, you know, you sort of break the mold a little in terms of age. But if we don't, um, it's got to be someone under 25 for me. You can talk about blocking the youngsters all you like. If they're good enough, they'll break through anyway. Um, so... Yeah, I think someone someone under 25 has got to be under consideration. Uh, what the options are out there, I'm not sure. Uh, Upamecano, again, looks a decent decent option, but I'm not 100% sure he had a poor game the other week when I watched him in the Champions League. Um, I think it was against Paris Saint-Germain, wasn't it? Um, where he had a really poor game. Uh, but, you know, th- there's options out there. You know, Michael Edwards will be doing his, his homework, looking at those release clauses, Um, and we'll see what we come out with. But yeah, the centre-half does definitely need to be signed in January. There's no doubts about that.
1: You're right to mention Mickey E, Mickey Edwards, um, every week i sing his praises i mean he's sort of like you know how you ring a church bell and it makes that loud reverberating sound that's supposed to communicate with the heavens and put you into a meditative state this is how i feel when i think about michael edwards uh, so yeah absolutely so anything mickey says i will go along with but uh, david alaba i would love him at the club nine uh, league titles in, with Bayern Munich, two European Cups, um a wealth of experience. He's 28 as you said. He turned, doesn't turn 29 until June. And as someone who can just slot in and then we can use him in midfield, um, it makes absolutely perfect sense to me. So he would be my number one choice. Upa Makano, as you said, JB, um play pretty has played pretty poorly in the Champions League. Um, You know, you can look at lots of stats for that as well. But uh, uh, also for France, I spoke to a couple of people who are uh, French football fans um, and they weren't too impressed with Upamakana when he broke into the French national team. Wow. So we will see. We will see. I mean, I've always rated him when I've seen him, but I haven't seen all that much. Um, So, yeah, the centre-back problem. Virgil is out. Joe Gomez is out. It's absolutely horrible luck. Um, and also, Andy Robertson has got a hamstring problem. Is this is this true, Jamie? Have you heard this? Yeah, and
0: I think it's a bit of. It's, a, it's been made a bit too much of because of the crisis that we're in. You know, we played 120 minutes um, in an intense game the other night, and, you know, he'll say his hamstring seized up, but it'll probably just be cramping you know, I think he'll get over that with a bit of recovery. I don't see him being a, a doubt for any games. He's not I believe he's not played tonight against Slovakia but that's because you know, I think they're just being clever with his workload. You know, they know how much he's played for 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 Liverpool during this period and, you know, I think they're just giving him a break and he said that at the end and people have made a big deal of it. But I don't think he'd I can, I just can't see it actually being an injury. I just think it's one of them things that happens after a long game you know, 120 minutes, like I say, you're going to get cramps in in every part of your body after that, aren't you? So, no, nothing to worry about for me.
1: Well, hopefully, yeah, I like that. That's reassuring me. Um, Hopefully he just, you know, he went to the pub, he had a few beers after, you know, congratulations to Scotland, by the way, and all the Scotland fans listening to this. I mean, fantastic to qualify after 22 years for your first major tournament. And uh, so, yeah, Robbo, you know, he's welcome to get drunk and then spend a week on the, you know, massage therapist's table. Um, and he'll be back hopefully uh, and you know lively back against Leicester City next week because um, uh, our injury list is absolutely nuts um, if it is Robertson it's to add to um, Mo Salah of course Covid uh, Joe Gomez uh, Trent who's out for a month Virgil possibly Tiago. we'll talk about him later and Alex Oxlade Chamberlain I mean that's a, a seven aside team if you put Robo in goal and it's it's that could you know beat anyone in the world basically. That's an unbelievable team. So, you know, all the best to everybody who's out. Um the final question from uh the listener is from um listeners is from uh Dede at DCowil, D W Q A 3 Uh Dede, hello. I know he's a regular listener. Um and he says, considering the injuries and other issues such as COVID and the congested schedule, what can we consider to be a reasonably good season uh, come the end of the season? Uh, Karen, you know, when you factor in all of our problems, all of these extra circumstances, has it changed? I know you're, you're a wonderfully optimistic guy. Has it changed your, your, your expectations for the season?
2: yeah i obviously it changes the uh you know the predictions for the season but I, i'll always stay optimistic as usual uh i'm not too uh, you know too worried about whether we'll win the league again or with we'll win the champions league I, I just want to see how are we performing each game because uh you know uh injuries was one thing now we had we have COVID. that's uh, you know uh doing massive damage uh, to our preparations for the season. So, um, I think it's it's best to not be too optimistic, uh, just to take one game at a time, uh, see the good things that we do in the game, not the bad things and work on it because we have a fantastic group of players, you know, uh, who can step up in place of anyone who is out. So, I think all, all of us, uh, you know, need to, have hope on the team uh that you know these these lads are going to step up and do really well in, in the absence of some uh, some players. Uh, so I think I'm excited to see that as well, you know how others are stepping up with you know uh, Big Shaq uh you know giving the assist for short time that crucial win. Uh, so that's uh, that's one thing, you know, that makes me hopeful, you know, that the season might go well, because we see glimpses of that. Uh, Jota has been amazing so far. So there, we have great group of players, you know, who can do wonderful things, even though we have some major names missing, and Bobby, who is not firing at the moment, yet I'm still hopeful that, you know, uh, the season might not be the same as we had the previous seasons, but... It's different. It's something new. So that's something we have to cope up with. And I, I, I'm sure the season is gonna go great. Uh but if I have to uh, say what a good season might be the season, I think we have to uh you know win either the Premier League or the Champions League once again or or win the domestic cups or you know the domestic treble. uh that will do wonders as well.
1: So I think we should we should really focus on that, I believe. They would have to reinstate us into the League Cup, but I, but I know what you mean. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm really glad we're out of the League Cup, to be honest, because I looked at the fixture list. Until the 2nd of January, we have 12 games, OK? 2nd of January seems far away, doesn't it? But 12 games, that means there is no more than four days between any of them. And we probably have two games in two days on the 26th and 28th of December Jamie it's freaking stupid um, and it it's really put the fear in me I'm going to try and hope I'm going to try and stay optimistic like Karen um, but Jamie I mean we, we, we've we got all of these games all coming up really really quickly one on top of another um, how confident are you that by the time we play Southampton away on the 2nd of January uh, where we when we then have a couple of weeks break thankfully um will we still be in touch with the leaders will we even be potentially be first in the league because i would see that as a as a tremendous success what do you reckon
0: yeah i i think we'll be top of the league i can't see um you know it's the same for the same for pretty much everyone else in terms of intensity and even with our injury list we've still got one of the best squads in the league you know um jerrod starts for pretty much every premier league side um, you know we've got Diogo Jota, who you know, all right, he's broken into the starting lineup now. But on his form, he'd start for every every team in the league. Um, so yeah, I'm fully expecting you know top of the league come January and and to push on and go on and win it. And you know I'm expecting a 80 90 minute substitution where Reece Williams comes on, so we can defend our lead in the Champions League final. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm fully prepared for that to be happening as well. You know, I I, I think people are getting i'm not saying they're getting cautious because of the injuries you know i think they're right to be concerned about the injuries but you cannot underestimate this group of players and what what they can do in terms of going to the well over and over again um you know even you know bobby for me you knows been out of form but he's still been he's still been doing good things it's not like he's been like you know when you saw players out of form at other clubs like um Trying to think of a player off the top of the head, like when Alvaro Morata was out of form at Chelsea, he couldn't hit the barn door and he couldn't trap a, couldn't trap a brick. You know, at least Bobby can still do things and contribute when he's on the pitch, even if he's not scoring the goals we'd like him to. So, yeah, I'm 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 perfectly comfortable with where we are and fully expect us to be, you know, league champions in in May.
1: Yeah. I love it. I love people's optimism. You see, I think I'm the most pessimistic guy in the room and the most pessimistic pessimistic guy on, on our WhatsApp chat and all that because I just think I'm just a little bit scared because we have used 21 players this season um, and seven of them are injured. Uh, it's... Uh, We're really down to the bare bones, but we're going to have to give some debuts to people. But anyway, um, I want to go through these players one by one and we're going to do a sort of half-time report. That's the idea I had because, sorry, half-term, half-time, I mean half-term report. Um, So yeah, we're going to do a a half-term report by going through all of the squad one by one in order of how many appearances they've made uh, for Liverpool. So There are one, two, three, four players who have all made eight appearances. Uh, We're just going on the Premier League for now. Um, So the first one on my list is Andy Robertson. Um, I want to get get your overall views about how he's doing. I mean, he's he's played seven hundred and twenty minutes, eight appearances. He's got one goal. He's got two assists. His passing success is eighty four point five percent. And for me, Karen, he's absolutely the best left back in the world. You can take your Alfonso Davis and you can leave him outside. Uh, what do you think, Karen? Yeah,
2: I have to agree with you on this. Uh, he he's been phenomenal this season. Um, he's he's done really well, and if I have to give a rating to him, it will be nine point five. Uh, I'll I'll just remove point five for the amount of goals we've conceded. Uh, I know that he has uh, he was at fault for a lot of the goals I think, uh, but yeah, it, it's it's not to complain. Uh, nothing to complain about, but yeah overall he's just been phenomenal and a 9.5 rating seems fair to him
1: i like it Jamie, would you agree with that 9.5
0: yeah i mean just nothing changes with him in terms of consistency you know i saw a list um this week like you said Afonso davis it was the top 25 men's players in the world and he was on it and andy rubble wasn't and you know i thought did andy rubble take a year off to play golf last year or something cuz <laughs> for me he's the best he's the best left back in world football and yeah, he's just been a model of consistency all season. The Villa game, I wouldn't even say aside because he wasn't terrible in it. I think all that all that trouble came, you know, down the other side in the main. But yeah, I think he's. You know, you don't really. I can't remember the last time I watched Andy Robertson have a bad game. You know, something where you'd go, "Oh, is is something wrong there?" You know, I can't remember the last time. Uh, so yeah, uh, model of consistency and yeah right up
1: there great answer, yeah for me, it's not just the the consistency I mean I remember Steve Finnan was absolutely fabulously consistent for us lots of lots of our listeners will remember how brilliant Steve Finnan was and he was a seven or eight out of ten every single week uh a bit similar similar to james Milner but but Robertson you're you're totally right he's he's consistent, but for me, he's consistent on another level. It's sort of eights nines, and tens out of ten, mostly nines and tens. Every single week, so yeah, I'm gonna stick with the 9.5 rating. Um, in fact, uh, maybe 9.75 for Andy Robertson, but let's move on. Um, the next on my list with eight Premier League appearances is Mohamed Salah, and he, he has eight goals in eight appearances. And I think, yet again, um, people aren't paying enough attention to the Egyptian king. Um, he's 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 going to go down in history. I saw that in in Egypt they they found, I believe it's called the Saqqara ne- Necropolis or something like that. They found they found a, um, a hundred mummified, uh, remains in in painted coffins that have been absolutely beautifully preserved, and they've just announced that to the world, um, along with forty other um, objects, which is very very exciting for Egyptologists. But I think um, you know those those uh, coffins are about four four thousand years old. Um, but Karen, um, if people are not talking about Muhammad Salah in four thousand years from now, then I'm going to come back and I'm going to be a poltergeist and I'm going to graffiti his name on all of the walls uh, that remain. Because Muhammad Salah, for me, is a ten. Karen, what do you think?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and if if people don't speak of him highly as we do, I think I'm going to haunt him after I die. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, but to be really honest, I think he's he's been uh, amazing this season. Um, yeah, I uh, I think that you know he's he's really uh, you know outshining himself every season. You know, people call him one season wonder. Look what he's done uh, since he's joined us. So yeah, I I, I don't see anything wrong. I think uh, what I would say about him though is that he really needs to pick the right passes at some moments. You know, he. Instead of passing, he just uh, becomes uh, selfish at times, and you know it either leads to goal or it doesn't. So I think the more he works on that, the the better a player he becomes. So I think that's that's the only thing I have to say about him. But yeah, otherwise he's he's been absolutely great, and a rating of 10 sounds really fair.
1: Excellent stuff. Yeah, I mean his his passing accuracy is up to 83.4%, which for an attacker is absolutely extraordinary usually really good attackers average about 75% he's at 83.4% so he's keeping the ball a lot better than he has done would you agree with Jordan Henderson Jamie that Mohamed Salah is a better player than in 17-18 when he got 44 goals
0: yeah uh, yeah I think his all-round game is is better he carries the ball with more threat Um, he he beats men more often you know 17-18 was full of wonderful goals but he wasn't, you know, he wasn't consistently having his having his men on the outside, on the inside. You know, he wasn't doing what he's doing now. He's took he's getting to a whole new level, which is beyond, you know, that sort of. It, it was a great streak he was on, you know, in seventeen eighteen. But he's added just so many layers to his game now, and the whole greedy, the whole greedy argument. I don't agree with it. He's a goal scorer. He, he's he's doing what he's he thinks he should be doing. And that's trying to score. Um, you know, there's been some talk around his his diving in inverted commas. You know, I, I think he gets too much attention for that. Um, unlike some who don't get the attention for it. Um, and yeah, he's he's one of the best. He's he's one of the top five players in world football. And anyone who thinks otherwise isn't watching the same game. They just want to, you know, they just watch what the. They see what they want to see, and yeah, I can't be—I can't help you if you don't think Mole's not—not one of the best.
1: Yeah. yeah, totally, totally. And it's an absolute scandal that he's been—you uh, know—singled out for diving. Um, uh, first of all, it's part of the game, whether you like it or not. If you're an attacker and there's contact in the box, especially then you go down because you might win a penalty. Of course you do. The real divers of this world are people like Sterling and Kane who go down with absolutely no contact whatsoever. And that, for me, is, is trying to con the ref in a much more serious way. But, you know, I mean, you know how serious can it be? Football is only a game, no matter what they say. Uh, two more players have got um, uh, eight... Uh, Eight appearances this season, um, Roberto Firmino and Trent Alexander-Arnold. Um, Jamie's already shown his support and his love for Bobby Firmino. Um, but I'm going to go straight to you, Karen, with a, a rating for, for Bobby so far.
2: Uh, it, it's hard to tell. I mean, uh, if, if he's not playing, we really miss him. But yeah I want to see him scoring uh, goals rather than uh, sadio or mo or any other player. I really want to see him on the score sheet week in week out um but yeah he he's he's amazing um uh, not the same season as you know we've we've had since we've signed him uh since he really you know started to shine uh, but yeah i would i would say a seven rating of seven would be fair uh considering his his numbers are falling. Uh but the minutes he's he's playing, I think that's really great. Uh you know, he'll be the first choice striker in, in my team anyways. So uh I think a rating of seven would be fair.
1: That's a good yeah, I think that's that's fair enough. Seven he could he could be doing a bit more, but um his passing success is, is very good. It's eighty one point one percent um just the one goal from eight matches two assists and he was substituted off which is very uh, unusual for him so he's played 624 minutes uh, would you agree with a 7 jamie
0: yeah i think he's been you know he's been good in in parts you know the goal scoring isn't what we'd we'd want to see from him but he contributes so much more in other ways um you know i thought he, he's had good games against i think he had a really good game against chelsea um earlier in the season um I, I I still think he's got a role to play you know he is 20 i think he's just turned 29 now or he's about to turn 29. so he is coming to a a part of his career where he will have to change his game slightly because he won't be able to put the energy levels in um that he was able to earlier in his career but I still, I still think he's got a big role to play for the rest of the season um as part of this four-pronged attack that we look like we're gonna go with more often now um so I'm looking forward to it
1: so you would keep him in the team then i mean you know but there were calls for him to you know stay on the bench and put and put jota in but uh, you you know i mean obviously it depends on the match but you're you're happy to go with the the front four are you uh, more often than not jamie um,
0: yeah cuz i think there's teams we can we can just overpower um you know there's four there's three very quick lads in mo um Sadio and jota and then there's for me, of you know, the pulling strings behind him. So I think, yeah, yeah. while we've got the better players, you know, while we've got some, we're going to be better than most teams we come up against pretty much everyone. So, yeah, get the four attackers out there, overpower him up front and then, you
1: know, save your legs later on. I like it, I like the logic, um, but I also like the idea of uh, what the Americans call a clutch player off the bench, uh, whether that's Jota or Firmino, but I I really like the idea of bringing someone who's amazing off the bench. But well done to Bobby, he actually scored uh, the winning goal as Brazil won uh, 1-0 against Venezuela, because they're actually doing World Cup qualifiers at the moment. But then of course, um, you know, they're playing Uruguay on Wednesday um, which is 11pm UK time, so then he's got to fly back. He'll have an extra day's rest for Leicester because we're not playing until Sunday, but um, then there's the Champions League on Tuesday, um, so he won't have much time to relax. I would, you know, I don't know, I would do a little bit of rotation with Bobby because I just think he's, we just need him to be always on fire always the Bobby that we know and love with and he just he he has looked a tiny bit jaded to me but uh, the other the next one on the list with eight appearances Trent Alexander-Arnold now I would it's a difficult one because He's played every match. I think he started very slowly and there were some games where his passing accuracy was down to I believe about 61% and he was just giving the ball away and he was a bit invisible in defence. I mean, Aston Villa he was really bad, but then so were lots of <laughs> lots of lots of other players. But he was just coming back into form. Trent Alexander, he was looking absolutely brilliant the last couple of matches, and you know he could have set up two goals in the opening two minutes against Manchester City. So it's such a shame to see him go down with a calf injury. Um, Karen, what's your what, what's your rating for Trent? I'd give him maybe a difficult one. He started poorly, maybe a six. And he's risen to maybe a, a, a nine, so I would give him maybe maybe seven seven point five. What do you think, Karen?
2: Hmm, yeah, it's a difficult one for him um yeah he he didn't have the greatest of starts, and yeah, in some games, you know he 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 he, he was uh, poor, uh, so what are the players like you said um so yes, I think a rating of seven would be fair, and uh, you know can't underestimate his quality. Uh, and yes, he in some recent games he's he's really performed well. Uh, actually, amazing to be honest, especially against Atlanta. If I'm not wrong, I think that's that was his best game so far this season against Atlanta. Um, yeah, I think a rating of seven. Would be would be really fair to him.
1: Yes, of course. At, at Atlanta, I've only got Premier League stats in front of me, but yeah, that was absolutely terrific. That was Trent back to his supreme best. What do you make of him? That so far this season, Jamie?
0: Yeah, he was a little bit poor the first few games. He, he had a big. He's got a big target on his back. You know, he's he's putting this. I'm not going to say pigeonhole. Uh, well, yeah, he's pigeonholed as a that he can't defend. So people try and get at him a bit more when actually he is quite a decent defender, you know, for the amount of defending he has to do, um, which is more than, I'd say, more than Robertson. Um, he, he does a good deal of it quite well and he still remains our most creative player. Um, so players have, well, teams have decided to target that right-hand side. They have done it for a while, but he was at the scene of a crime Um a lot of the times early in the season when we can see There are a few goals but I think he's found His creativity again You know you talk about his pass, pass percentage Being quite low but I think that's because He takes risks with his passes You know he, he's very risk Versus reward and I think that's the way he's told to be You know I don't think he's told to play it safe You know I'd love to see his His um, Stats in terms of who he's passing The ball to because I bet he's not passing it to his centre Half inside a lot That's true you know I bet he's looking looking for that creative pass every single time and you know his percentages will be a little bit low because of that but yeah I think a a seven is fine based on his recent form because he's really picked up in the last few weeks
1: Yeah but there is a thing with that with that you know always looking for the creative ball I mean it's probably A tactic, because why wouldn't you try and use his amazing passing range? But um, I do think sometimes he he makes the wrong decision. Um, Perhaps similar to Mohamed Salah. I mean, it's hard to criticise footballers when they're that good. But uh, at the same time, nobody is perfect, and maybe that's something he can improve upon to to pick the right time to go for the for the killer pass. Um, Only one assist in the league so far for Trent, but uh, he's been a bit unlucky not to have more. Uh, The next on the list, in terms of minutes, he's played more than Bobby Firmino and Sadio Mane. Um, It's Jorginho Wijnaldum, and he's uh, seven, uh, eight appearances, but one as a substitute. I think he's been absolutely phenomenal. He's 30 years old. His passing success rate is, is the most in our team at 92. And I've criticised him, not criticised him, but I've mentioned a, a few times in the past couple of years that there are times where he's such a brilliantly talented player that he. I, I just wish he would get on the ball a bit more. But he's been doing that this this season. I I think he's been utterly terrific. I I am going to give Genie a 10, you know, because I think he's been he's been solid, he's kept the ball beautifully well. Um he's been tricky, he's hard to press, uh although City tried it uh <laughs> the other day, but um Jorginho Vainaldo, what do you think Jamie? I'm going to go back to you.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean he's he's really stepped up his game um the start of this season, I mean. He's our contract at the end of the season. I think the club's gotta do everything in its power to make sure we, we sign him up. And I think he's too important. He's too he's so durable as well. You know, when was the last time? I can't recall the last time Vine Alden was injured. Um, you know, you're gonna to have to go back a while to find an injury for him. You know, you cannot you cannot underestimate that. You know, I think that's one of the main things that this manager looks for in a player it's durability, you know can you play 40 games for me? And he can, and at a good level as well. And like you say, he's been carrying the ball more this year. He's been trying to get forward a bit more. And yeah, I think he was excellent against Man City where they tried to rough him up and he just wasn't having any of it. You know, he he came out of that, you know, smelling the roses. He was, he was absolutely excellent and, yeah, long Bay. continue, and I hope we get to see him for another couple of years in the Liverpool shirt.
1: Really good answer. I'm so glad he didn't go to Barcelona. So glad. He joined us when he was 25 in the 16-17 season. And, you know, I was looking at Oxlade-Chamberlain, I mentioned it before, his career stats. He he only once made 27 appearances as a 16-year-old Chamberlain. But if you look at Jorginho Wijnaldum, um in 1617 when he joined us he made uh, 33 starts and three substitute appearances uh, the next season 27 starts and six substitute appearances um the next season 32 starts and three substitute appearances and last season uh, 35 starts out of 38 and in the remaining three games he made, he came on twice as a sub he's an absolute machine and he's brilliant, Karen. I was watching Wales versus Ireland and it's generally, I, I'm a Wales fan, and it's generally, it's pretty poor quality. You know, it's sort of, sometimes we're okay, but what what Wales miss is exactly the kind of player that Jeannie Wijnaldum is, someone who just is able to turn, he's able to keep the ball, he tracks the right spaces, he blocks, he tackles, he's just, he's everywhere and he's so influential, and yeah, I don't know, would you give him a 10, Karen?
2: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, you can give him a 10. Um, yeah, he, he's, he's been really amazing, a machine when it comes to press, uh, a machine when it comes to the minutes he plays, uh, a machine when it comes to the g- number of games he plays in a season since he's joined us. So, um, I think he's he, he's been, he, he's this one player who is, really hard to, you know, avoid press from. Uh So yeah, I think of, of everything is done the season, I think, you know, a, a rating of 10 would be fair. Uh But, you know, I'll give him a 9.5, Uh you know, not to be too in awe of him. But yeah, a, a rating of 9.5 is fair.
1: Okay, fair enough. Thank you very much. Next on the list, uh, a player that I love talking about, Sadio Mane uh his snarl his 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 balance the way he turns and he sort of flips the ball left and right and he he, he sort of he doesn't kick it he's 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 got these you know sledgehammers and and but then but he's deft and he's tricky and I, I don't know what nightmares defenders actually have but i would imagine that sadio mané featured prominently as some kind of 20 foot tall um, giant of um almost like a, some kind of some kind of mythical creature he's absolutely Wonderful! Um, four goals in seven appearances in the Premier League and one assist. Seventy-nine point seven percent passing success. What would you give Sadio Mane out of ten, Jamie?
0: Um, yeah, I think he's been. I, I think he's been our best player. Um, you know, we, we really noticed him. Um, what what game did he miss? I'm trying to trying to think which game he, he missed.
1: Oh, I can't remember. I haven't, I haven't got that in front of me.
0: You know, we really notice him when he's not there. Uh, I think that's the that's the, the key. Um, he's, been, he's been excellent. It's just the way he runs at players. You just don't have a clue what he's... Like, I sometimes think he doesn't know what he's going to do when he gets the ball. I think he knows when he's running with it. But if he doesn't know what he's going to do when he gets the ball, how's the defender meant to know what he's going to do? You know, when he's getting his body in position to defend him. Um, and that's... He's, unpredictability is one of his best assets um he's just so direct he's always looking to get in the box and that helps us massively from where we want to attack and i just think he's he's the best he's probably the best player in the team right now um and i think he if he carries on um we're looking at a, a, a player of the year candidate
1: excellent answer um I'm still a Mo Salah man, he edges out Sadio Mane, but I don't know, why should we choose? They're both as good as each other. They're both absolute phenomenons, Karen. What do you think, Sadio Mane?
2: Yeah, uh, Jamie, the answer to your question is the Villa game. Mane didn't feature for the Villa game. Uh, I think it was, he was isolating due to COVID, I believe, right? Right. Uh, So yeah, coming to his rating, I think, yes, uh, I I agree with Jamie to this point. Um, I think he's been one of our best players. Uh, you know this season uh, with with the goals and assists he keeps on delivering in that point. Um, what I admire the most about him is that he's uh, you know his uh, cunningness when it comes to beat players, uh, strength uh, you know to hold the ball in in you know uh, in the final third, uh, make chances uh, you know those turns and hammer shots. I mean, wow. <laughs> I I am really a huge fan of of Mane when it comes to that and it's really exciting to see his game and I I could see why we signed him. I mean when when I saw him play for Southampton I was like I wish we had a player like that and we actually have him now so yeah I think it's really great. Uh, and to give him a rating, I would give a nine point five as well.
1: Nine point what, five? What? What's missing, Karen?
2: Um, no, nothing as such. It's 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 either nine point five or ten. You you can take either of them. It's fine.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Uh, excellent stuff. Um, next on the list, uh, Joe Gomez. Poor Joe. Such horrible news. Get well soon, Joe. Get well soon. Um, he's played five hundred and ninety minutes in the Premier League so far. Uh, that six starts and one substitute appearance—that might be it for the season. I mean, an 89.7% passing success. Uh, people were asking him to step up. He, you know, a couple of dodgy performances uh, earlier in the season. A bit similar to Trent, in my opinion. Um I don't know what you think Karen about about Joe Gomez and and and, and his appearances because he seemed to be like Trent really finding his form and really stepping up in the absence of Virgil and the, the timing of this latest injury is, is an absolute sickener.
2: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um I think Gomez has done amazing um and, and um I think I can you know I can see him get more games uh, this season and Uh, Once he comes back, uh, he will, I think he will be back to his normal best. And hopefully if one dyke is back, then we will have him partner uh, Gomez for sure. But yeah, if I mean, no matter who uh, the partner is with Gomez, I think what he does really well is that he complements his, his partner defense really well. Um, And I think that, you know, we I, I want to see more of him, uh, and it's really unfortunate to lose him out on an injury. Um, so yes, uh, all the games he's, he's played so far this season, I, I would give him a rating of nine, uh, considering you know the horror goal that we've conceded uh, against Villa uh, and some other goals. Uh, but yeah, I think a rating of nine is is really fair
1: on his part. That's uh, very good. Yeah, very good. Nine nine out of ten. Is it? What do you think, Jamie?
0: Um, I'd probably give him a. a- the seven and a half really i think he was really shaky early early in the season you know there were calls to you know as soon as matt it was fit getting back in um and he, he you know i don't think we forget but he was on the bench for the everton game Um he was left out due to the form i think it was to give him a breather but he came on in that game and was was excellent because he won't have been expected to come on um you know you don't see seven and a half arts coming on to recover for him probably watching his partner, you know, watching Virgil go off and thinking that's his season over, I've got to step up here. And then the way he's led Nat Phillips, the way he's led Reese Williams through games and and, you know, the way he partnered Joel Matip as well. And and Fabinho as well. I think it's been it was a real testament to his character, what he came through and did after that shaky start. But then of course that injury's happened and that is really bad for him. Um, I've been doing a little bit of looking at the injury that he's had, it's his, it's his kneecap so it's the, it's the uh, I believe it's the tendon that joins the kneecap to his, I think it's his thigh muscle, if I'm right um, tendons join, I can't remember if it's tendons that join bone to muscle um, and ligaments that join bone to bone um, so it's his, his kneecap tendon that's gone, which is a is a bad injury but It's apparently it's not as bad as an ACL Um, so there is actually talk that he might play again before the end of the season which you know would it be lovely to see him come off the bench in the Champions League final (laughs) or or, you know in the 38th game when we're about to see the league title so yeah let's hope he gets back on the pitch sooner rather than later
1: Absolutely after Nat Phillips uh, opens the scoring with an overhead kick Uh, Absolutely. I'd love to see that. No, yeah, we do wish him well. Looking at his entire record I've got in front of me uh, for Liverpool, he joined in 2015-16. He made um, five starts for us as an 18-year-old. But in total, um, in six seasons, he's played 79 matches and 66 starts. It's not... That much really in six seasons but uh, last season was his best in terms of appearances he he uh, started 22 matches and he 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 had six substitute appearances 2000 minutes that was his the most amount of minutes in his career and it's just so sad to see him go off um, you know he's injured uh, on England duty for the third time it's absolutely frustrating I'm livid I'm livid Tyler Absolutely horrible. Uh, so, um, uh, who's next on the list? Let's move on before I get too angry. Alison Becker. Alison Ramesses Becker. Now, this guy um, is an absolute phenomenon. He's still 28 years old. He's still got two, three, four years at the very, very top. Um, he's played six matches and he's been absolutely brilliant. I would give him... Uh, a ten, yeah. Why not? I'm feeling generous. What would you give him, Jamie?
0: He's he been so good. He's so commanding, so assured. Um, he has the odd moment. Um, he has an odd, the odd hurdy moment, but it never seems to lead to anything. I think, the last time he made a, a significant error was. Um, I, don't know, I think he has made one this season. Actually, there was the Leicester game in his first season, where he made a bit of a clangor, and he sort of learned from that, which which of course led to the famous Jordan Pickford headline in it. Um, I'll never blunder like Alison, which always makes me laugh um, <laughs> every time that comes back up. <laughs> um, I mean, he's just made an absolute shocker for England again, Pickford. He looks like he's always. Oh,
1: what happened? What happened? Did he, did he screw up again?
0: No, I thought he dived past one, but actually it takes deflection. So uh, I will give Pickford the benefit of the doubt on that one.
1: I can't believe he's still playing for England. What is Southgate thinking? He's a sort of League One goalkeeper, isn't he? He's not even championship.
0: No, he isn't playing well at minute. But back to the best goalkeeper on Merseyside. Um, I think <laughs> he's, you know, we really notice it when Adriana is played that Alisson's not there. Um, you know, that, that's not a slight on Adrian because he's a perfectly, he's a serviceable number two. You know, he's nothing spectacular. I I still don't think he's good enough to be Liverpool's number two. That's my opinion. Um, But when Alisson comes back, you know, you see him, he holds sus, You know, when crosses are coming in, he's not one for coming for crosses, but you never think he's going to make a rash decision to come for one, which I like about a keeper. His centre-halves know that they've got to deal with it because he's not going to get in their way. Um, And then when they do get headers away, you know, he normally just catches them, to be fair to him. Um he's just been excellent. You know, there was that there was that mad header in the last minute against um I think it was Atalanto, wasn't it? The mad the mad header where he's thirty five yards from goal <laughs> and he just sprints out to, to make that clearance. You know, the reason the game is is spectacular. And yeah, he's he's the best goalkeeper in the world for me. You can talk about Jan Black and Manuel Neuer but you know, i think it's alison
1: becker get him in at center back he's dominant in the air absolutely fantastic marvelous i'm going to move on i'm going to move on to to fabinho um fabinho of course he's been out but he's, he's managed five uh appearances 481 minutes sorry five starts and one substitute appearance 481 minutes for fabinho uh karen he's he's pretty good isn't he fab
2: yeah that's his name right fab fabinho indeed <laughs> yeah yeah he he's he, he's really great uh especially i love to see him at at center back position he's really commanding in that area um yeah uh i i really uh you know he he's one of the first names on the team sheet uh you know in in the seasons where we in in the season where we signed him he was that sort of a player where he's the first name that Klopp usually picks. Uh, that, that's what I've heard, and that's what I believe. But yeah, uh, overall, if I have to speak about his game, I think he's really commanding at the center-back uh, position. Uh, but yeah, he's, he, he's been phenomenal. Uh, and I, you know it's, it, it's unfortunate to lose him out on an injury as well. So uh, I hope that he comes back uh, stronger. And uh, if he's coming back for the for with a few next games, I think it's a uh, team's going to look much more stronger than it really is right now. So, uh, yeah, I think to to give him a rating, I think I would give him a nine point five as well.
1: That's fantastic. That's very nice. Nine point five out of ten. Um, is he a centre back for you, Jamie? Definitely for the rest of the season.
0: Um, yes. Uh, now that Gomez is injured, I thought you know I thought we still might have signed one in. Um, January anyway, but Gomez getting injured definitely means we have to. But I think that's to go alongside Fabinho now. Um, I think as much as possible, we'll look to get Fabinho and Matip on the pitch together um, when they're fit. I think he's our most important player right now. Um, Because if he gets gets a big injury, then we are in trouble. Um, Because he's just so good. You know, his tackling is... He's he's probably since he's probably the best tackler I've seen um for Liverpool since um Javier Mascherano in terms of those in terms of his you know on the floor tackling. There's not many players better in the league, but he backs that up with a, a superb aerial um success rate and the fact that he's you know he's got that great passing range as well. You know, you see those little clipped balls he plays over the top and you know it's led to a few goals. Um Indirectly, obviously not direct assists, but, you know, that chip that turns the opposition around, he weights them so well, he's definitely our most important player going forward, so hopefully he comes back after this international break fit and ready.
1: Great answer, great answer. I, I, I love Fabinho as well, absolutely terrific player, wonderful, wonderful player in whatever position you want, because he, He's, he's just superb. Um, well, listen, guys, I, it, this has gone on uh, for longer than I thought. We're not going to have time to get through the other sort of 11 players on the list by talking about them all. But I just want to talk about two more players and then we'll just quickly go through the the rest of them. But just, a, just given a given a number uh, out of 10 to rate them. But uh, the two that I really want to talk about, um, the first one is... Uh, Diogo Jota because the impact he's made um, with you know just I mean even just in the Premier League three starts three substitute appearances only 305 minutes and he scored three goals and they're great you know equalisers, winners, these kind of things. He's been absolutely terrific, Karen. And, and he's another one for me. I don't think you can ask much more of him. I would give him 9.5 just because he hasn't registered an assist yet. But uh, as they talk about hitting the ground, running, and I don't know, he's got a hammer and he's absolutely pegging it. What do you, what do you think of him, Diogo?
2: Um, I think I'll give him a nine uh point five for not giving an assist and minus point five for making all the Bobby fans jealous <laughs> that <you> know, <laughs> loves him more than than Bobby. Uh but yeah jokes aside, uh I think he's the impact that he's made, I think it's yeah, it it's it took me on uh you know a shock in a really good way. I mean wow, I mean how when was the last time when we've seen a player like that make such a strong impact in the first few days uh and, and not just scoring goals but even scoring hat-trick against atalanta i mean uh yeah i think uh for having a player like him adds uh you know new dimension uh to our attacking ability uh i think because of him we've shifted to a four to four formation which seems to work out for us and i really want to see more of that um but yeah the the uh the crea- uh the goal scoring ability and his movement is quite phenomenal um he scores headers which is really great uh yeah i think uh having a player like him it's 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 really amazing and i really want to see more of him and every every match uh that we have played since we signed jota i i have a bet with my brother uh jota hat-trick incoming i say this to him before we start the game and <laughs> uh so if 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 he wins the bet he he gets a treat from mcdonald's from my side and trust me he was very close to get a treat against atlanta game he uh he scored a hat-trick and i had said this before the match that uh jota hat-trick incoming and he really did that and my brother didn't have a deal on it so he really missed out a treat uh <laughs> so uh, that's his loss. But yeah, overall, I think he's been phenomenal. Um, there's, there's no doubt about that. And to give him a rating, I think 9.5 for not giving an assist.
1: <laughs> and for denying your brother a Big Mac. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> uh, Ex no, that's great. Diogo um, Jota, I mean, apart from Karen's brother, he hasn't disappointed anyone, has he, JB?
0: No, I mean, um, I know a few Wolves fans and they were not happy that they'd sold him but happy for the money they'd got for him and said you know they took us to the cleaners a bit um on that deal which i can think has firmly been rammed back in their faces as a as a bit of nonsense really um you know i, I think back to days where our fourth you know he, don't forget he's our fourth attacking option you know the main three lads are the main three lads he is he's been signed as our fourth attacking option i remember when our fourth attacking option was the argo aspas when it was jordan ibe um you know, going back even further when it was when it was some really when it was Fabio Barini. you know, they were our fourth attacking option and
1: Ricky Lambert, yeah, absolutely. Ricky
0: Lambert, you know, you look at players who we've had as attacking options in the past and now we've got this lad who, who scores Champions League at-tricks there as a as a as an option. And you can't really you can't take away from anything that he's come in and done. He's been absolutely superb and you know, long it continue, he's quick. He looks reasonably strong, um, and he's got an eye for that goal. Um, I think he's going to go on and have a have a really good season, and we're going to see. You know, I'm backing him for I'm backing him for twenty goals this season.
1: I love it. Yeah, twenty goals would be an absolute, absolutely marvelous, marvelous achievement. Um, And you can't really ask for much more. um, yeah, let's move on um, to the last per- person I actually want to talk about in in some detail. It and it's the captain Jordan Henderson with four hundred and seventy two Premier League minutes. Um, I I think it's getting better. I do. I think it's getting better and better. At thirty years old, um, you know, he's 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 a monster. He's a real beast in the middle of the, in the middle of the field now, and he's the one. Um, you said Fabinho, you you hope that he doesn't get injured. But for me, it's, it's Jordan Henderson, Karen, because he's he's at the fulcrum of everything. And those buffoons on talk sport uh, said that they wouldn't play him for England or something. God, I mean, some people are so, they're so outrageously wrong, aren't they? Because Jordan Henderson is another one who, for me, is another 10, Karen yeah i
2: agree uh and i think uh talking about him the season i think you've told me this or, or shared this uh, you know with all of us that this season he hasn't been dispossessed not even once so that's that's really amazing and um i think he's uh you know he's uh you know he's 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 been really uh amazing this season um he's really the backbone um, of a team and we've all seen a clip uh recently uh i think i don't remember what game was it, it was but he was the voice of the team uh for every pass for every uh you know thing or moment we create on the pitch he was the one who you know calls out uh the player and uh you know praises him uh for whatever has, has been done by him uh so yeah i think that was really amazing to see and it made me feel so proud that he he's my captain uh and i want to see more of that from him and he keeps doing that since he's taken over the captaincy from from stevie so um i'm really happy that he's my captain uh and judging by his performances this season i think he's been absolutely incredible um he he's surely one of the best players this season um and you know i, I would give him a rating of of ten surely for him i mean no doubt about that it's not even a dip-
1: yeah great okay what about you jamie is it to you know do you agree with karen it's not even a debate 10 out of 10 for the captain
0: yeah he's been he's been excellent um you know his talk and his leadership and his passing as well you know people talk about his his passing range and they sort of talk it down a bit but you know i think he's played more forward passes than anyone in the league i think i've read um, He he's such he, he, the other reason I said Fabinho's our most important player is because of the positions he can play to a high level. I think he's cu- cu- can't get the words out. Followed closely by Jordan in terms of influence. Um, you know, he does not let standards drop. You know, him and having players like him and James Milner around who do not allow standards to drop, um, it's so valuable. And I think you know, it looks like all his little niggly injury troubles are behind him. Um, and He's uh, he's maturing, he's becoming a you know, a leader in every sense of the word now and yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing another trophy above his
1: head come, may. Yeah, I mean imagine the Hendo shuffle. He can roll it out maybe two two or three times this season. Why the heck not? Um, you know, forget my earlier pessimism. Talking to you guys is really, really really got me in a good mood and feeling optimistic about Liverpool so thank you for that we're just going to go through the rest of the squad very quickly I'm not going to talk about Virgil van Dijk because it's too upsetting Um, but all, all we can do for the rest of the players is we can just say one line and give me your uh, it's quite a challenge. It's just one sentence and your rating out of 10. So Naby Cater has played 248 Premier League minutes. Um, no goals, no assists, but 92.6% uh, passing accuracy. is actually a bit better than Jorginho Wijnaldum's 92, but in far fewer minutes, just 248 minutes for nabby For me, uh, my sentences, I would still like to see more. And I would give him um six point five. what about you, Jamie?
0: Yeah, six out of ten um biggest thing you needs to do is just get himself fit, get himself fit
1: yeah, great, great stuff, yeah, okay, Karen. What about you? One line and one rating for nabby
0: i same thing as
2: as Jamie get him fit uh get him fit and If I have to give him a rating, 6.5.
1: 6.5 as well. Okay, the next on the list is Joel Matip. Uh, Two starts and one uh, substitute appearance for just one minute. I think that was the end of the Leeds match. 181 minutes for Joel Matip. When he's played, he's been ace. So, 8 out of 10. Uh, Karen?
2: Yeah, 8 out of 10 sounds really fair. And he's been ace uh, of all the games he's played this season. Um. Yeah. It
1: surely. Okay. And Jamie for the clean sweep of eights.
0: Yeah, based on that Man City performance alone, it's a, it's an eight out of ten. Um. Again, wrap that lad in cotton wool and make sure he's fit as often as possible.
1: Totally. Yeah. Totally. Uh. The next on the list is is Adrian, um, the goalkeeper. I've just I've just got to bring something up on my screen about him because I don't know if it's just me, but I would give him a sort of. Uh, a four out of ten. Yeah, I'm just bringing it up. Kepa Arisabalago, whatever you say, uh, sorry, I can't pronounce it correctly. Um, He was lampooned for having the worst save percentage in uh, Europe's top five leagues with only 55% um, in just two matches, and you've got to feel sorry for him because it's including Aston Villa, but his save percentage is 43%. He's let in nine goals from 16 shots on target. Now, that's more than just one line about him, but I would give him, I don't not even a four. I'm going to give him a three, and I'm going to say, um, sorry, but he's not getting his contract extended. Sorry. Sorry, am I too harsh, Karen? What would you say for Adrian? Uh,
2: um, I, I'm in a dilemma here. Um, yeah, he he's been he's been poor, uh, but there there are there were games, you know, where he you know he did really well, uh, stepped up in, yeah, uh, in the absence of Allison. I'm not talking about the season, but uh, the previous one. But just by judging the season, I think, yeah, a rating of three or four sounds really fair to his part.
1: OK, yeah, thank you. I know you're such an optimistic guy, Karen. It must hurt to give just just three or four, but there you go. Would you agree, JB?
0: Yeah, he's at the scene of the crime far too often when it comes to mistakes. And, yeah, um, sadly not another contract for him. Um, yeah, four.
1: There you go. OK, uh, the next on the list, we've got one, two, three, four, five uh six, six players to go um Tiago Alcântara 135 Premier League minutes um one start against Everton and one substitute appearance um against Chelsea I believe it was and it's difficult you can't really rate him but I suppose I give him a, I'll give him a 10 for the minutes he's had on the pitch what about you Jamie going back to you yeah
0: it just looks like the um the elite midfielder that we hoped he would when we signed him um, in those short appearances. And just, yeah, um, Richarlison with that horror tackle um, put him out, but hopefully we're back after the internationals and looking looking as sharp as he did.
1: Yeah, let's hope so. Let's hope so. I don't, I don't know, Do, you, do, you, are you following uh, any news about Thiago? Because I've heard lots of rumours that he'll be back for Leicester. But is that true, Karen? And, and uh, I mean, do you know anything? Or Jamie, do you know? No, I, I've not uh, heard
2: uh, anything that he'll be back. But if the room is right, then I'll be really happy uh, to see him back. Um, yeah, I think I, I would say the same what I said for Nabi, You know, just get him fit, get him fit. Uh, and if he's, if he's playing regularly, then he's he's surely one of the best uh, midfielders he will be in, in the Premier League, including Henderson for sure. Um So if I have to give him a rating, I think an eight sounds fair. Uh, But yeah, just get him
1: fit. Yeah, good one. Okay, Curtis Jones, uh, the next one on the list. He's done pretty well in 123 Premier League minutes only. It's not enough to really judge him, but it's a very, very, very promising start. Um, would you play him even more? Would you start, you know, think of a midfield three? Why Tiago is out of Hendo, Vineldum, and Jones? I mean, that's, I mean, it, it's pretty good, isn't it? Has he moved above Milner for you, Jamie?
0: I'm, I'm not sure he's moved in front of Milner. Um, I think they're probably on an even level. I think, you know, I think the manager still rates what Milner brings to the team. But I think the best thing you can, the best compliment you can play Curtis is that he doesn't look out of place. Um, when he does start, you're not thinking who's the, who's this kid, you know. You're not thinking that he he, he is a first team player now, and yeah, I think a, a six is good because he's, he's playing a little bit within himself, but yeah, a six is probably fair for him.
1: Excellent stuff, and uh, Karen, what do you make of him so far, Curtis?
0: Yeah, I think he's
2: he's done well. Um, I think he he can do a lot more. Uh, we I think we can we can see that he's really got the potential to you, know, oh. to you know be a regular and i think he's he said that as his goal this season you know uh i think we've seen this in in the shirt reveal uh, episode where him and Virgil were, were talking and he he's he set high goals this season you know one of them was to be a regular starter so yeah i think i'd like to see more of that i'd like to see more of him and to give him a rating, I think I think a 6.5 or 7 is
1: fair. Excellent stuff. Okay, uh, James Milner is the next one on the list. Um, he hasn't made a single start, but he's made six substitute appearances. 94 minutes in total. Um, again, it's not that easy to rate someone who's only played 94 minutes, but I have been very, very impressed with Milner um other people on other podcasts are, are saying that he's uh, he's he's looked really poor and it's strange how differently we can see the same matches isn't it um but Karen what what do you reckon of of James Milner so far he's the the professionalism
2: uh, that we see in, in Milner I think it's commendable um his his support uh, to the team uh, you know he he's he's a leader not just in the dressing room, but on and off the pitch as well uh his fitness is is just amazing, and i think yeah he he's, he's been really great uh but uh and I think he's he's someone who who is the first one to step up in the absence of uh you know someone in the team, especially at the back of uh, the defense so i think um having someone like him really adds. Uh, positivity uh, you know in in the group Uh, and you know we should see more of him on the pitch but you know if even if he decides uh, you know uh, to to quit playing which I don't see happening for a few years now um, but yeah if he hangs up his boots then I'd love to see him you know in 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 the dressing room or in the staff uh, where he's that sort of a player or that sort of a person who you know, just really helps to bring the best out of the players. So I think he's, he's been really great uh, so far. And uh, if you have to give him a
0: rating, I think it will be an eight.
1: Eight is a good number for me. What do you what do you think, Jamie?
0: Yeah, I mean, he just comes on and does his job, doesn't he? He, he carries out instructions perfectly when he's on the pitch. And, you know, I don't think you can underestimate just how how, again, his other thing, it's durability. It's how many how many, how many, times he's available for you. You know, I think he got injured once last year and it was it was a genuine shock that he actually got injured. You know, it it was a shock to me that he, that he missed games through injury because you just don't see that from him. Um, so I think as long as he's fit and as long as he can still get about the pitch, keep him for as long as we possibly can. I've got no problem with a, a 36-year-old James Milner still coming on. If he can still do the job,
1: yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's thirty-four years old now, and 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 who's to say? I mean, we'll see. Presumably, he's gonna he's gonna get a a, a start, his first start of the season against Leicester. But um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. He's he, probably he'll fit in somewhere, or definitely he'll get he'll get minutes again off the bench. Um, the next one down uh, is uh, Nat Phillips. Uh, you already said, Karen, how how you rate Nat Phillips. So I'm gonna I'm gonna. Talk to you, Jamie, about Nat. Do you have any uh, particular reservations? I mean, he's only played one match, the ninety minutes so far. But what what do you think? Can how much faith have you got in it?
0: I mean, I don't think he's got a long term future at the club, and I don't think that's any slight on the lad. But I think he has got a future in the Premier League. Um, he'll be a perfectly good, you know. I can imagine if if um, if Burn for a, perhaps if Burnley sold James Tarkovsky this summer. I can imagine be looking at a centre half like that, Phillips. Um, because he's commanding in the uh, air. he'll win. He'll win his battles. Um, he'll improve on the floor, put playing under this manager, but you know, he's coming in to do specific jobs like he did against West Ham. You know, I don't think he'll play against Leicester. Um, but if there's a team, you know, I think we have got Burnley coming up at some time soon. I wouldn't be surprised to see him against Ashley Barnes and Chris Wood playing against Burnley if we need him to. So yeah, um, he's doing a great job with with somewhat limited resources.
1: Excellent stuff, yeah. And uh, the the last two on the list, uh, the penultimate is Taki Takumi Minamino. F- only fifty seven minutes in the Premier League, four substitute appearances and uh, no starts, of course. Um, it's too early to say, isn't it, uh, Karen? With with Taki, I mean. But do you, do you hope that? Do you wish that he could get more of a chance maybe or I mean it's hard for him when he's competing with Bobby and now Jota, isn't it?
2: Yeah, I, I agree. Um yeah, you know, in the in the starting days it was really hard to get the the right position for him where he can play for us. And then you know, we saw glimpses of, you know, him uh, being the understudy of Bobby and we sort of started playing him more often in that role. And I think he he's really good uh, in, in that area. So I think uh, having signed Jota, it really adds competition to the places. And I, I would love to see more of him, you know. Um, he, was, he was really great uh, when he played against us uh, in the Champions League. And I've seen a couple of games uh, of Salzburg before that. Um, and yeah, I think he was he was really great, and I could see the reason why we signed him, but uh, I'm not seeing that because of the lack of minutes uh he's been having this season for us um so I think if i if I see more of him, you know i'll I'll speak more highly of him but but, as of now, all I can say is that get him more minutes, he really deserves it, I think, and um I think he has he has the capability to you know uh, do really well for us and uh, to give him a rating I think uh, a six or six point five is fair considering the lack of minutes he's he's played but yeah I think six point five is fair.
1: It sounds fair to me but uh, yeah I mean rhythm is a thing isn't it Jamie with Tacky I mean would you like Karen try and shoehorn him into the side somewhere to to get him to you know up to his devastating best.
0: Yeah, and I think if, if we get the right results in the Champions League next game, I'd like to see start the next two of those. Uh, hopefully, get him some, you know, getting some in some minutes on the field. And I think he is going to be a a long term option for us. But at the minute, you know, it's very typical of of you, this manager not to rush players in. And I know we signed him last January, but you can't really say it's been long enough for him to bed in or settled enough for him to bed in either. The whole team has been in a bit of upheaval so yeah i think just give him give him a bit more time and i'm sure he'll come good eventually
1: very fair assessment absolutely i think so he's 25 years old uh, compared to the other front three who are like you know 29 30 um so yeah we'll give him time um a man then the last guy what a guy 51 minutes in the Premier League so far just two substitute appearances but there's there's more to come from him. Uh Cherdan Big Shaq Shakira you 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 love him don't you Kara?
2: Yeah, yeah I do. Um I think he's uh you know it was uh you know a really uh, a steal I can say you know when we sat him from Stoke and several eyebrows were raised you know when uh, when we were actually going for him and uh I, I was really happy uh, to sign him when we signed him, and I am still really happy considering the fact that you know um, he he's been not getting the minutes uh, that he really deserves. Uh, but yeah, he's been absolutely amazing um, in in all the games that he's played for us, and I want to see more of him. Uh, so uh, yeah, not to speak uh, more of him. Uh, and to give him a rating, I think I'll, I'll give him a seven point five.
1: Very nice answer indeed, Jamie. The power cube, go go for it. Tell us what you think.
0: Oh, I I love him, um, and I think the manager does as well. You've only got to see the the look of happiness on his face whenever he whenever he approaches him. Um, I think he gives him some of the biggest hugs you see in a in a player. Um, that he gives the Shaq and you know I think he's gonna. He is going to have a bigger role to play than I think a lot of us thought at the start of the season. You know, a lot of us thought the writing might be on the wall for him. But no, I think he's going to have a big role to play. And I'm really happy that, he's, that he looks to have got over his fitness issues. And now he's going to be an important player for us for the rest of the season.
1: Absolutely brilliant stuff. Yeah, Cherdan um signed for us at the 18-19 season. Uh, made 24 appearances in total, 11 starts as we finished second and won the Champions League. And then last season in the Premier League... um seven appearances in total, just two starts, a hundred and eighty-five minutes. But it looks like he's back and he's he's on form and he's 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 great to watch and he's gonna play a big part. Um thank you both gentlemen for, for, for joining me. That, that that wraps up today. I was gonna have a look at the Leicester City team, but there's a whole week to go until then and presumably we're gonna have another four or five injuries. Um, thank you so so much Uh, Karen it's been brilliant to speak to you again after such a long time and Jamie absolutely wonderful to have you back on Cop On so thanks guys and uh, take care enjoy the rest of your, your evening and night